Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. We are two Gin Xers and Microphone. Jill, this week we're going to keep it a little bit light, but before we do that, who are we sending this one out to? This episode is dedicated to anyone who's working summer camps. <gasps> oh, I love that. So today um, I was at the food pantry this afternoon mm-hmm. and one of the granddaughters came in and she had just finished the talent show at summer camp. Okay. And I thought, you know how much energy it takes? <laughs> you have all of these kids. So to work at a summer camp, it takes a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of coordination and organization. So tonight, you know, we're giving props to anyone working a summer camp. That's great. Did you go to summer camp as a kid, Jill? No, I didn't go to summer camp. I didn't either. Not a sleepaway camp. I went to happening day camp at the park, and oh. that was the closest thing that I got to going to camp. Yeah, there was there was no summer camp. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So all right, yeah. I just got a picture today from a friend who had a daughter going to I don't know cheer camp or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, so yes, camps are big. Not apparently for Gen Xers. No, I don't think we had had any summer camps. That's right. We created our own fun during the summers. We we tried to create our own summer camps, obstacle courses. For sure. In the yard, Mm -hmm. sleep out, you know, under the stars until the water, until the land got dewy. That's right. That's it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so like I mentioned, Jill, we're going to keep it light this week and just talk about... As Gen Xers, did your parents have bluffs that they called on your big family? Yes. Okay. But you don't realize they're bluffs until later in life. Exactly. You believe whatever your parent tells you is correct. Right, because they're the adult. They're the expert. They should not be leading you astray. No, and then you will tell your other friends that if they disagree with what your parents said, that no, they are wrong. Absolutely. Because my dad said. That's exactly it. And when we were growing up, Jill, our parents, much like all of our friends' parents, had authority over all kids, right? And you just don't see that today by and large. Right. Right. I knew that I could not act up at my best friend Carol's house. That's right. Not because happening. I was going to, you know, get disciplined there just like I would at home. That's right. And it was whether it was absolutely agreed upon by parents or an unspoken, it was just the communities that we grew up in that that's how kids were reared. So very different than today's generations. And that's okay. That's, yeah, it's, it's just, just different. different. It's yeah. just different. All right. So that's what I want to talk about. Let's talk about... Some of the bluffs that our parents threw out there. And then if anything that got thrown out there as a kid, if it turned out that, oh, maybe mom and dad weren't bluffing about that. Like we thought maybe it was a bluff, but oh, dang, if that happened or if it's carried through. Like, ooh, now as a grandma, now as a grandpa, that strikes fear even as an adult. Right. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, get lay one on me, Jill. Okay, this one here. So my mom made a lot of homemade bread and mm-hmm. homemade rolls. Mm-hmm. And I would love the dough. Uh, yep. And she actually would take 
you know, six little pieces of it and lay it out on the counter. Okay. And we could eat these little dough balls. Delicious. And so I wanted more. Always. And then it was like, no, you're going to get worms. <laughs> but they taste so good. And so one day, and I was young, and I asked, so we had a monastery in town. Mm-hmm. And one of the priests came down. And I thought, well, he's a priest. He's going to have to tell the truth. <laughs> I'm like, are you going to get worms? If Am I going to get worms if I eat this dough? You know? And he said, well, it just, whatever your mom said. Oh, that's hilarious. That's yeah. such a priest way of not wanting to get in the middle of a family yes. business. Oh, that is great. Well, similarly, Jill, in the household I grew up in, we were told that if you swallowed bubble gum... It would never come out, and all the stuff that you swallowed after it would get stuck. Yeah, so why did they not want us to swallow the bubble I don't bubble? know. I don't know what that was. Because sometimes I would get to chewing so fast because it was just so delicious in my mouth, and I needed all of that sugar. Yes. That sugary sweetness just to, oh my gosh, so delicious. Or when I would blow a bubble, I would just be so excited. I would just swallow it on accident. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I was confused that it was a piece of candy that I was chomping on and swallowing. Right. Yeah. And and also, sometimes when you weren't supposed to be chewing gum, you could easily swallow it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure why they said that, but yeah, yes, not true. As, you know, devote Catholic school kids... We were never allowed to have gum in school, and so I always pushed that boundary and often would try and hide it and end up swallowing it. Yes. And I have to tell you, I mean, I'm 50, so I might still have gum Some in gum my belly. Gum stalagmites. Right. Now. But I'm pretty sure I don't. Yeah. I, th- I think it's worked its way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty I sure that was a falsehood. That was a falsehood. So what about, okay, you eat the watermelon seed, <laughs> and guess what? Your stomach's going to grow to the size of a watermelon. I am actually certain that has happened, and that is why I do have a the, little bit of a You believe that that is not a buff, <laughs> a bluff. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, yes. pretty sure that's a bluff. That's a bluff. Yes, yes. that's a yes. bluff. Oh, I love this one. If you cross your eyes, they're going to stay that way. Right. Yeah. So what were they worried about? I don't know, because I still cross my eyes today. When I'm being silly... I have a nephew that when we would get together, we had all sorts of faces that we needed to try on for each other, right? And so we would just be so silly and goofy, and we would just look at each other, and we always crossed our eyes at each other. Mm -hmm. It was almost like, you're so cool because Mm. you can do that. Hey, yeah, man. Yeah. And I must say, I am so envious of the person that can cross their eyes and then move one eye at a time. Oh. I think it's a little bit trippy, but it also is a little bit cool. <laughs> right. It's like, how does that work? Right. I, I don't, I cannot do that. Well, what about if you crack your knuckles, it's going to lead to arthritis. Yes. My uncles actually used to tell me this, and they'd lay their grubby hands all over, and they'd look and say, see this? And and I'm like, okay, but do you do you feel it? It just feels so good when you crack yes. your knuckles. I, I think they just didn't want to hear it. I agree. I think it was like nails on a chalkboard for them. But I have to tell you, I do that today because sometimes your knuckles are in the wrong place, and they got to move. That's all that is. It's just moving them back into where they go. 
Yeah, it feels good. Easy thing to do. And I have asked many a doctor, and they have said, that does not lead to arthritis. Right. So, yeah, that we're, you know, we're putting the truth bomb out there on mm-hmm, all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I today love to wear hats. I love it. Mm-hmm. In the summertime, in the wintertime. I, I wish we lived in England and I could wear all sorts of hats as the British do and, you know, be on trend. Wear a fascinator. I love fascinators. Oh, Jill. <laughs> all we day need long. to have a fascinator party. We, I'm going to. Yes. But I was told as a kid that I could not go outside with wet hair in the wintertime because it would freeze and fall off. Okay. (laughs) You go out the door with hair, you come back with no hair. Right. Okay. Not true. Not true. It won't happen. Now, maybe in like Antarctica, the Arctic, I don't know which one is coldest, colder, whatever. Like maybe that happens, but here, No. no. No, that does not happen. Otherwise, wouldn't your nose hairs do the same? Yes. Or your arm, anything, anything, hair. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What about um, if you touch a toad, you're going to get warts. Yes. Or similarly, you have to kiss a frog. And if you do, he'll turn into a A prince. prince. Baloney. Baloney. Do you know how many frogs I've kissed? (laughs) Joking. (laughs) Totally joking. Yes. Yeah, I think they say these things because, you know, as a kid, you're picking up all these little things, rocks and dirt mm-hmm. and animals, mm-hmm. and they just don't want you to lick a toad. Yeah. Listen, do what you got to do, I guess. I am a little bit disappointed that my parents told me this, but really more so that I found out the gig was up. That Santa only brings gifts to good kids. Yeah. Not true. I've been yes. rotten many a year and Santa and still keeps coming. Those gifts. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he does not let you down. He does not. He does not disappoint. No. Huh? <laughs> Never got that cold. Well, I will say this. So we also, uh, growing up, our family, we celebrated St. Nick. Mm-hmm. St. Nicholas Day. And so there were a couple of times where we did not get the treats on St. Nick. Ooh, okay. From St. Nick. And so I will say that does strike a little bit of panic in one's mind. It's so a little warning bell. It is. You've got time to straighten up. <laughs> right. But um, I do admit I was on that naughty list a few times and still got gifts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It happened. I beat the system. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> how about how about this one? Eating carrots will let you see in the dark. Now, I will say, I did not ever hear that from my parents. I was told carrots would definitely improve your vision as all vegetables are, you know, so good for you. (laughs) Clearly vegetables are, I mean, that is a truth. They are good for you. But yeah, like some superpower going to come from carrots, please. Right. Yeah. And just because you mush them up on my plate, that is not going to make 
me want to eat them. No, and if that were the case, then Bugs Bunny would have had x-ray vision. Oh, and he didn't. No, he did not, right? Good point. Yeah. So, Jill, anything that your mom or dad do that you're like, whew, that was serious business. Like, maybe you thought, oh, this time she's going to bluff or he's going to, man, that doesn't, that's not really going to work. Well, I always knew, you, you know, my mom, you could, like, push a little bit more on. Mm-hmm. But with my dad, I'm like, oh, no. One-stop shop. Mm-hmm. When he said it, yeah. no, it was no. Yeah. No more discussion. So, I think the style of discipline was definitely, we knew the boundaries and they were not bluffing. Mm-hmm. My dad was not bluffing yeah. at all. So super interesting, right? Like they would tell us some of these things like you have to wait 30 minutes before you go swimming, but yet the disciplining was serious business. It was serious business. Right? Yes, it was. And like I said, my mom, you know, especially, you know, certain brothers pushed her to the edge. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing where it, it was a wait till your father gets home. Mm-hmm. And I think they actually confessed to him before she had to tell them, <laughs> thinking they might get more lenient. Sure, yep, yep, yep. You know, but That's once funny. my dad spoke or yeah. once he gave the look, that was it. That's done. so funny. Done. So, mom was home with us more so than dad, just because of his schedule. Of you know, he was on second or third shift most of the time as a police officer and so mom was with us a lot and it got to be very clear for the five of us that yeah you're not gonna want to wait for dad because of his schedule but really if dad says go ask your mom you're like ah dang it we know that's not gonna happen like mom's not gonna say yes Dad's trying to be the softy, and Mom is going to be the heavy. Yeah. You knew the answer right then. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, same same in our household, too. Like, if the threat of wait till your father gets home, then you knew it was serious business. But rarely did we have to get to that point. Sometimes we could negotiate with Mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe throw in some extra chores. Yeah, or just kind of be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, the quick, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My dad used to say all the time, that's going in the book. And still to this day, Jill, I have no idea what the book was all about. (laughs) Where is the book? What he was tracking. If that was a, you know, a threat, it was certainly idle. But I just kind of giggled today, you know, so many years later that he would say, that's going in the book. Like, he was really going to remember these, you know, certain things that we were doing when half the time he'd run down the list of which one we were when he was trying to discipline, discipline us. Yes. Right? And I, and, I, and I remember thinking, like, well, maybe Mom will forget I was the one that didn't come home when mm-hmm. the streetlights came on and, and I won't be grounded. You know, maybe she'll think that it was my brother, mm-hmm. you know, and because there's always so, so much going on that right. she'll forget it was me, mm-hmm. but somehow they knew. Totally. And sometimes I wondered, how did they know before I even had the opportunity to confess it? Like, man, 
moms are smart. Oh, or they have the telephone. Oh, see, I didn't think about that, right? Like, mm-hmm. man, okay. I bet you anything, old Miss Hoyt was on the phone blowing it up saying, Sandy, Casey's gone and done it. Ran through my yard again. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So my mom had the snap or the look. And if you got either of those, man, woo, you were in trouble. Yeah, straighten up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom, she never really had the look or the snap, but she would always say, now you remember who you are. Oh. So it was more okay. of the words mm-hmm. that she spoke that were made you think. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. One thing that I continue to be impressed by that I had no idea about growing up is that my mom took the five of us to church every Sunday and let my dad typically sleep in until he was on days. And so five kids under the age of seven. And then as we, you know, all grew older, we were just seven years apart. Right. And so like to, have us under control in church, right? So she did that, again, that snap or that look. But I think, too, one of the very important things that both of my parents did was they always set very clear expectations. Now, listen, we're going into this restaurant. We do not get up out of our chairs. We do not run around like, you know, laughing hyenas. We don't yell and scream. You know, they just were very clear about how we were to behave. We mind our manners. We say yes and no. We say please and thank you. You know, and so I think that it was very obvious how also we listened and we paid attention. And so we just grew up in a respectful manner. And again, I I sit and think about, wow, we, we were really well behaved children Now, don't get me wrong. We got ourselves into some trouble. Mm -hmm. And I have some wild child siblings. But as a group, I think our parents were very clear about what we could and we could not do, what would be tolerated, what would be punished. Yes, punishment. Yes, but also, what was the bluff? Yes, what was the bluff? Mm -hmm. Now we're calling them out on it. That's right. I got your number, Sandy and John. Yeah, Myrna and Virgil. That's right. I figured it out. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Well, thanks, Jill. What a great trip down memory lane today. It was a good, it was a fun um, podcast, and I hope our listeners enjoy it too. Me too. Until everyone has hope, here's your weekly dose. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at two Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number two, G-E-N-X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.